Welcome to episode seven of the I Rock Kentucky Blue podcast. My name is Rich the Bull, and uh, I know I've been holding it down for a little bit, but I'm tired of hearing myself talk. I like to welcome back my co-host, my brother, Mr. Bravo. Bravo back in the mix. How you doing today, brother? Oh man, I feel amazing, man. I can't uh can't wait to talk about what I've been um what I've been watching over the past few weeks since I've been on hiatus. Yeah, there's been a lot going on. Yeah, I can't wait to hear it because it's like you just been sitting back and just you know just enjoying it and uh and watching what was going on from your aspect without having to like really having to talk about it. So now we can just kind of get all that out. Um, Go ahead. But, uh, yeah, so we're going to go ahead and get it started with this week's scores. Bravo, did you want to uh, you want to take the reins on that? Or you want me to do it? No, I got it. Okay. All right, so we had um, – obviously we had two games this week. We had a, uh, our early week game. Uh, early in the week game was obviously a disappointing loss to Vanderbilt in which we did end up losing Case and Wallace. And I feel like that was a big um, blow and a big reason and why we lost. But even still, we only lost the game by two points. And last call, the last play, the game-winning shot was kind of questionable because you possibly could have called a travel, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. Man, refs miss calls all the time. So I ain't even going to make that excuse. But, you know, it is what it is, man. We was down a point guard. It affected us. Um and we took a L that I felt like we definitely shouldn't have taken, but it's all good. Um, fast forward to today, mm-hmm. same situation. We do not have a point guard, but I think the difference is we had time to prepare. Mm-hmm. Um, in the Vanderbilt game, it's kind of like, oh, man, we got to adjust on the fly without our leader on the court. And I think it was a little tougher to do, but with time to prepare, um, Cal came out with a game plan, but, you know, Cal can coach. Came out really? with a game plan. Um, <laughs> And, you know, we executed well, and we beat a very tough Arkansas team that beat us by double digits at home on their home court in a very hostile environment in a very physical game without a point guard on the floor because Wheeler's out and Casey Wallace is out. So to go in and get that win was huge today, man. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, your boy went off. You know it. You know what, man? I'll say this since that since day one since we started this podcast, the biggest Antonio Reeves supporter has been Bravo. Like y'all, me and Bravo still communicated through uh through text message. We had a chat together, and every time UK hoops and Reeves hoops, he was always big. He's like he always said he's a pro scorer. He's a professional scorer, and he showed up. So you definitely you definitely get the reins to to brag on that because you called that shit early. Hey, listen, all year long, bro, I saw it. I think what it was, man, he came from, what was it, Illinois State? Mm-hmm. I just think he needed some time to adjust to the uh, the competition level mm-hmm. and the athleticism that he's facing in the SEC because I can guarantee you it's much different than what he was going up against at Illinois State. But if you watch him lately, he's definitely found his footing, bro. And my dog went crazy today, man. He had 37 of them things. I was really hoping they would get him the ball at the end so he could hit some free throws and get mm. that 40-piece. But, you know, it ain't work out like that. I'll take the 37. But here's the kicker, though. I mean, he's known as the three-point shooter. He only hit two threes today. Two threes, bro. That's it. And the thing is, like, the reason I've always said I think he was a pro scorer, bro, is because when you watch him, he can do it on all levels. Like, he got the long ball. He got a quick release. He got a beautiful shot, bro. Like, beautiful-looking jump shot. 
He got mid range and he can get to the cup. Like he's developed, he's uh he's developed that floater now, which he knocks down pretty consistently. Yeah. I remember earlier in the year he was missing that. Mm-hmm. So it's like he's a three level scorer, bro. He got good size for a guard. He's six five. He got good enough ball handling to get somebody off him and get his own shot. Like honestly. I feel like rolling into March, like he gonna have a big March, and I think it's gonna bump up his draft stock. I ain't saying he gonna jump in the first rounds, but he definitely getting picked up once the NBA draft comes around. So he gonna have a decision to make once the season's over. For sure, for sure. And I seen uh um I, I looked at this article because you know senior night was a uh, Wednesday when we played Vandy, and this I think they said this is the first time Kyle has had or Calipari. I'm gonna start saying Calipari because people make fun of how I say Kyle, but. Uh, <laughs> They say it's the first time Calipari had like six seniors on yeah. the court. And uh, they was like giving a prediction on whether they would come back or not. And out of all of them, surprisingly, they had Reeves coming back. Like they saying like that he could uh, improve his his draft stock, improve his scoring, uh, playing on another high level with a high level team, with uh, Wagner and all of them coming in, coming off the bench and being that spark, which I think it would be big for us if he did come back. But Look, I wouldn't be opposed to it. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't be opposed to it, but I'm also one that will always say, like, strike while the iron is hot. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, again, tournament time, man, you can you can definitely build your resume up a lot mm-hmm. um, with the um, conference tournaments and definitely the NCAA tournament. I just feel like if he go if he goes out and has a big march, I think that could boost him up draft boards. But I mean, if he feel like he need to come back, then I ain't going to be opposed to that either, because you had this type of score to the guards that we got coming in next year. Man, that's gonna be a problem. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So moving on, man. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna touch a little bit more on the Arkansas game. We don't really need to touch on Vandy. We know what happened there. Uh, we went into a hostile environment. Arkansas is hard as hell to like get a win at, and Muslim has had Calipari's number. Yeah. Um, and I don't know about you, bro, but was you hearing the clank on the rims? I hate those rims in Arkansas. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Rams is garbage, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, it sounds. Yeah, bro, it sounds. I don't know what it is. I don't even know what causes that. It's like the Rams yeah. are loose or something, bro. But yeah. yeah, it sounds terrible. It's ridiculous, bro. But nonetheless, like you said, Reeves went off. He only hit two threes, but he had thirty-seven points. Like he went crazy. Uh, Chris Livingston had an awful night uh, on the offensive end, but he ended up with nine rebounds. So he did. You know, he, he brought something to the team. Uh, a Dutiero stepped up for us big time. Big I think. Time. Yeah, he stepped up for us, give us good minutes off the bench. Uh, I I just watched a, a video. They gave, like, C.J. Frederick, Frederick, like, some type of award for the game because I guess he's still really hurt. But he's, Yeah, the uh, it was the uh, most impactful player award. Impactful yeah, player, really uh, reports before the game was saying, like, they didn't expect C.J. Frederick to play. So I'm assuming yeah. he played through his injuries just to, you know, give him some depth because he was down at the guard. So I can definitely yeah. say kudos to him for that. Yeah. And, and bro, like – I've been high on him. I've been high on this guy uh, for the past few weeks. Jacob Toppin, bro, has like turned it around. Like he's yeah. he's hit, bro. He hit that at shimmy on him with the with the behind the back step back three when the three. Clock, twice, bro. <laughs> I'm like, who am I watching right now, bro? Uh, this is the Jacob Toppin that we saw in the preseason mm-hmm. that I predicted was going to have a, a huge breakout year. And I don't, I think when we got to the start of the season, man, the first game against Michigan State, he was just having a tough out, bro. Like, shots wasn't falling for him, and I think it just affected his confidence. Like, you can tell now when you watch him, bro, that he's playing just so much more confident. Like, he got his swag back. And it's like, when my dog hit that step back three, I was like, 
Yeah. Who is this right here, fam? Yeah. And, and the thing was like, it looked good too. It looked yeah. cool. It looked smooth. Yeah. And it's like, bro, when you you look at Toppin' Dog, he's so long, bro. He's six nine. He's long. And he's a uber athlete, bro. And it ain't just like he can jump high; like he runs well, he mm-hmm. moves laterally well. Like Jacob Toppin's ceiling is crazy for yeah. real, man. Um, but yeah, he's really stepped up like as of late. And I think one of the things that gets overlooked is how well he's been playing defensively. Yeah. And I remember earlier in the year, matter of fact, in our chat, we was talking. I was like, bro, I feel like Jacob Toppin can be an elite defender just because of. Mm-hmm. Uh, all those things I just talked about, his length and his athleticism, I just felt like it was a matter of, like, the effort wasn't really there. Yeah. And past few games, the effort is there. Like, bro, he hustled so hard this entire game against Arkansas, bro. And it's just, like, that makes such a difference because with as athletic as he is, he can guard one through five for real. Like, depending on how big their center is, he can probably guard their big man. But you can definitely put him out on the wings. Like, if you get a score – is giving you some problems like i would you know challenge cal to like hey put top on him and give him some problems a big defender who can stay with you laterally and make it hard on him yeah, yeah I, man, he, did he come out alive. did he come out the game at all today i don't think so i feel I like he either. played the whole game mm-hmm. yeah uh, maybe he maybe no i think he had like a short break at the beginning of the first half but i think after that i think he played the entire rest of the game yeah, so he, bro, like besides Reeves, he he's my second MVP for sure. Uh, and then so he he went off, he did his thing. I talked about Livingston. So Oscar, bro, I don't know if you noticed, but like he getting crazy with these elbows. Yeah, like, hey, Oscar got that. Um, he should have been that church boy. He got that church boy uh reputation, but hey, yeah. you really watch Oscar be playing. I ain't gonna call him a dirty player. But yeah. he definitely he, he's physical, bro. Like mm-hmm. you can't come, you can't come play Oscar Sheway soft. He's gonna punish yeah. you, bro. And yeah, you can just look at him and tell he's strong as hell, too. <laughs> yeah. Nah, he like, bro. I I think he should have that first one. He he could have got ejected for that. He should. Yeah. He, he could have got ejected. He lucky yeah. they left him in there. Yeah. But I mean, he 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 was big. He had another double double too. But uh, the reason why another the main reason why I wanted to touch on the Arkansas game more is the whole season. The fans have been in an outrage. Cal can't coach. Cal can't coach. Cal needs to go to Texas. We need somebody else. <laughs> we had no point guards today. No bro. point guard, bro. And he, well, you know what he did? He had Jacob top and run point, bro, and it was flawless. It worked. Like he can be the back, he can be the second point guard when Casey needs time because Casey's played a whole lot of minutes before this injury. Yeah. So if you can get Toppin to be the backup point guard, bro, with that athleticism, oh, we are even more dangerous, bro. And they, and the thing is, that also changes the lineup a lot, bro, from mm-hmm. a size standpoint. Because now, I mean, because now you're thinking of Toppin more like a point forward, like a three more than a four. Yeah. And now, you know, you can put some shooters around him and Reeves. Um, I'm hoping at some point CJ going to find his shot, man. I like mm-hmm. we We could use it, but. It, it it just adds a whole different element to the team, and I think it makes them a lot harder to guard too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was I was surprised at how well he handled the point guard duties today. Mm-hmm. Him and and Fierro too. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like Fierro got a lot in his bag. Like he 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 strikes me as a very versatile player, dog. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think with more repetition, like I wish Cal would play him more because I can just tell, like even from where he is now, where he was earlier in the season. He looks so much better, and he looks under more control. And I just think the more he's on the floor, 
the better he's going to get. And I feel like he could be a really, really big piece like sure. down the stretch, just like how Livingston came on because he started getting more minutes. I feel the same way about the arrow. Could you see, do you see a little bit of Dominique Hawkins in the arrow? Cause that, that's who, that's who my comparison, not, not game wise, but kind of like energy wise. Yeah. Energy I, can, I can see that game yeah. wise. You know what game wise I've been trying to, I've been trying to put my thumb on who he reminds me of, man. And I can't, I can't really think of nobody like, a part of me wants to say, wants to say, shy Gilgis Alexander. Um, I think not as good of a ball handler, but definitely same length. Like, I think he's a little bit more built than uh, shy was, but I think his versatility, just like shy was, like, because you remember, shy wasn't the point guard hmm. when we brought him in. He was like a two. And I think because of injury or, or just somebody wasn't playing well. Uh, Cal moved shot to the point, and that changed everything. Yeah, was and, it Quade like, Green or somebody yep. like that? Yeah, I can't remember who it was. Um, but it seems like a similar situation. So that's the only person I really I can really think of when it comes to that. But as far as like the energy standpoint, yeah, I definitely get um, Dominique Hawkins vibes from uh, Piero. But I, I just really hope Cal like I hope this just wasn't a one game thing. Like he saw enough in him to be like, you know what, I want to add you to the rotation to get you more minutes. I think I think he just I don't think he has a choice. Honestly, yeah, at this, at point. this point, <laughs> yeah, and uh, but well, one th- one small thing I think Kyle did uh that won't get enough credit, and this is some hellified coaching, is I don't know if you noticed, but when he when we got the ball and dead ball, we threw the ball in. Normally, your point guard slowly dribbles it up the court, sets offense. He yeah. ran that bitch every time. He got past that half court line every time, like let's go, let's run it. Because I don't know if you noticed, but when the arrow previous to in previous games when he did that. The defender would come up and, and 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 get in his grill. Yeah, and his ball handling skills ain't there yet, so he would turn get turn the ball over or make a poor decision. But when you had topping at the arrow today, they bring the ball up quick. I think that helped us and uh kind of rattled Arkansas a little bit. And then another thing is on defensive end, we kind of clogged up everything inside the three point, yeah. not just the paint, but the whole every, everything inside. Everything, and it's like. Because Arkansas is a, uh, they got a bunch of athletes on the team, man, and they they're fat, they're a transition team. Mm-hmm. So like making them play the half court today gave them tons of problems, and it don't, you know, it don't help their case that they weren't making really, uh, really making any threes either. So yeah, like kudos to Cal for the game plan, man. I think he uh, knew it would probably catch them off guard and throw them off balance, and it did, and they just weren't able to recover from it. Yeah, it's a. Uh... It, it was a well-coached game, bro, both both on the offensive and defensive end. I just really wanted to to touch on that a little bit uh, more just because, you know, you heard, you've heard the noise like I've heard the noise uh, from, my, it, from the fan base. I have, too. It's been quiet here lately, though. And that's, wow. that's my biggest thing, bro. Like, I get it if you want to criticize the coach. I mean, that's going to happen at every fan base. But my whole thing is this, dog. When they're doing well, those same people that criticize them won't give them his flowers. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the thing that bothers me. Like, get a man credit when he's doing a good job, bro. Like, everybody was so loud when Kentucky was losing. But now that they've actually been winning and the team looks good, nobody says anything. Like, okay, it's cool you ain't hating, but you also ain't giving the man props. So, like, stop with the he can't coach stuff. It's the most yeah. worn-out rhetoric in the world, bro. Like, Cal don't get the resume that he has by not being a good coach. So, they got to leave that alone, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, we, we talked a lot about that. And uh, we talked a lot about the games. So the next topic, man, like I said at the beginning, you've been you've been gone for a while, but now you're back. 
I just want to see from like a fan aspect, you've been been able to sit back and just watch the games. Uh, so in this time that you've been away, what what have you seen from the team that you like, teams, things that you dislike, or just an overall, you know, uh, a state of the union for Bravo on, on, on UK basketball right now? Um, so I feel like the biggest thing I've seen um, as things have progressed, man, it's just been like a change in attitude and a change in like body language and energy from the team. It's like there's not a game that, that, that they don't play hard. Like, they play hard every single game. And I feel like there were some games earlier in the season where I think they got down early, the body language got bad, and it's feel, and they kind of, like, gave up on themselves. It felt like they couldn't get back in. And now I look at the team, I don't feel like they ever think that they're out of a game, regardless mm-hmm. of what the score on the uh, scoreboard says. So right. the fight in the team, I feel like, has increased dramatically. The energy the team plays with every game has increased dramatically. And the one thing I've really been impressed with we're a very physical team. Yeah. Like, I know everybody know Oscar's going to bang, but I feel like everybody is physical now. Like, they scrap, bro. Like, we got some we got some dogs on the floor, and I can appreciate that. Um, definitely turned up the defense. The defense has been much better. I still think we got another level that we can take it to, but it's definitely been better than it was early in the season. Um, knocking down threes, and it's not just, Reeves, like we got other guys stepping up and hitting threes. Like we've got Topping knocking down threes. I mean, I think they said he's shooting like 31, 32%. Not great, but it seems like he's making them at a higher clip than that. Like when you watch the games, I mean, you got the arrival of Chris Livingston. And the thing I appreciate about Livingston, man, I was like reading the article and he was just saying, like, you know, I wasn't going to complain. I was just going to wait for my turn and I was going to do what I needed to do when I got on the court. And today's game was like a perfect example. Like, he had a terrible game shooting, but at no point during the game did he have a lack of energy, a lack of hustle. So he's like, all right, I ain't making buckets. I'm going to be effective in other ways. I'm going to go get nine boards. I'm going to play hard defense. Like, I think that's what's changed. Like, dudes ain't connecting scoring with success. They're finding other ways to help the team and be successful while they're on the court. And I think that's been the biggest change in this team moving forward. Right. No, definitely. I agree with you 100% on everything. Uh, I was watching the Vanderbilt game before we lost, and I, I was talking to my friend, and I was like, bro, everybody has just improved from the beginning, except C.J. Frederick, but, you know, he's hurt. He's <laughs> hurt, so I ain't going to Yeah, in his defense, he's been hurt. So that's why I'm like, when he gets back, bro, like, I hope he finds his stroke, because all we heard about was how great of a shooter he is, and he's he just ain't, he hasn't yeah. been that all year. Yeah, but you know what's crazy, bro, is that they still guarding him. They still guarding him if he is, so. Hey, and I'll take that. Yeah, but nah, definitely, definitely some good insight. Uh, The next thing, so we going into the to the SEC tournament. Uh, We looks like we locked in as a three seed, so we'll get that double by. So I believe we'll play Friday. I think that's our yep. first game. Uh, and we're on the side where we wouldn't play Bama until the championship, championship game. We went the whole way. A&M, who surprisingly has gotten better as well, um, is the two seed. And they just knocked off Alabama today. Yeah. So they're a two seed. So they're not a tough – they're not going to be a uh, – they're going to be a tough out. They're not They're not going to be an easy win, even though we beat them earlier in the season. Buzz Williams has always been a good coach. He was a good coach. Yeah. So uh, – but, yeah, we on that side of the bracket – Arkansas is also on that side of the bracket. We could also face them uh, on Friday. I think they're like the 10 seed. 
Yeah. So, uh, I'm gonna give you my predictions, and then I want you to get to give me yours. Uh, I think I think that we're about to go on a run. I've always said, uh, watching this team, even when everybody was down and we was on the bubble, that we was gonna be a second half team, and we have shown that. So, I think that we're gonna we're gonna make a run. I think we're gonna face Bama in the championship. I think Bama's going to beat us again. But I think we're going to have that momentum going into the NCAA tournament. What is your prediction for the SEC tournament? Um, I'm right on line with you. Um, I just think – I definitely think we'll get to the championship game. Bama's just a tough – Bama's just a bad matchup for us. Um, and a big part of that is because of the size. Um, and that's kind of like that's my that's my only worry going into March is like if we run into teams that got like long big men because Oscar struggles with mm-hmm. tall big guys. Uh, but other than that, I, I agree with what you said. I think we get to the championship game. I think we end up facing Bama unless by some chance Bama gets knocked off by somebody. And if that's the case, I think we take the SEC title. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I, I agree with you. I think we're going to go on a on a nice little run in March. But we'll talk about that when we get to the uh, the bold takes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, I agree with you now. Yeah, like you said, if Bama if Bama loses, look, I I think we could beat Bama. I don't think that I think we, we can too. Yeah, it's just gonna be a hard game to win. Yeah. Um. So if Bama loses, I think that we could we could get it too. Especially uh, you know, if we get Casey back, and by that time, no, nah, we won't have Savir back. I don't know if Savir's coming back. I think Savir might be done for the year, bro. Yeah. Honest. I don't know if he's gonna play again this year. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree with you on that. Uh, I think I had asked you this at the beginning of the pies is something that I that I'm throwing in now. Uh but after watching the season, who you see coming back and who you see leaving? Oh, um I think Livingston's back. Um, obviously, um, on Yenso, I'll be back. I think Damien, I don't know, man. Damien Collins are kind of on the fence. I don't think he's going to the league. I I can see Damien Collins definitely as a transfer candidate. Um, but I would love for him to come back because he's another uber athlete that I think he got derailed by the death of his father, man. I think he's going to have a good year this year too. So I would love to have Damien Collins back. Um, Casey Wallace out of there, man. He got a strike by the iron side. He's definitely going to be a, uh, mm-hmm. a high draft pick, man. He's just a really good ball player. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb. I think Toppin is going to come back for another year. Um, I don't know about Oscar. I feel like Oscar could be 50 50. Because, I mean, he's he's been projected as a second round pick since last year. I don't think he's really done nothing this year to change his draft stop to make it go up or down. So I think he is what he is. Um, but if we being realistic, he'll probably make more money staying at UK than he will yeah. in the NBA. So that, and you know, he's not made it a secret that he wants to take care of his family. So that could definitely play a part in him making a decision going forward. Yeah. But as of right now, people I feel good about, I'm going to say Livingston on Yenso, Damian Collins. I got a feeling Jacob Toppin might come back another year. Um, I would love to have Antonio Reeves back. But again, I think he's just going to, I think he's going to explode in March. And I think he's going to be out of here. Um, I think a lot of the bench guys will be back just to add depth to next year's team. Um, what about a lot of our reserves. Piero will definitely be back. Um, CJ, 
And can CJ come back? So yeah, All I'm like, our entire team. So I can see CJ coming back because I mean, again, like for somebody who's not really projected to be a pro pick, because even as of now, for like I said with Jacob Toppin, like I don't even think he's projected to get drafted at this point. So it's like you might as well come back to school and, and you know, yeah. So you can at least move yourself up to a second round pick. Yeah, yeah, definitely can see CJ uh, Frederick coming back. Um, so yeah, I think we don't have a, like a lot of depth next year for real. Yeah. So. Looking at the looking at the lineup coming in next year, DJ Wagner is a lot to start at point. Dillingham's a, is a lot to start at the two. Justin Edwards is probably going to be our best player. He's starting at the three. He's nice, he, bro. You're going to have Bradshaw at the five. So, as much as it pains me to say this, bro, I think Livingston's going to transfer. You think so? Because why why would you come off the bench when you were starting this year, unless you just genuinely want to win and develop with Cal? I think Chris Livingston is kind of a Bryce Hopkins type where he could go to a, a school like Providence and go crazy like Bryce has been doing. I want him to stay. Yeah, but the difference is, like, he's actually getting burned. And it ain't no – I mean, you just – you never know with Cal, though, bro. Like, yeah. you know, because if we don't know anything else about Cal, we know Cal's a salesman. And yeah. he could definitely he could definitely pitch these kids on, like, man, remember we ran the platoon system? Yeah. And we almost went 40-0. and 0. Yeah. Like, he could put that in their head. Yeah. Like, this could be the team that could do it. So, like, do you yeah. want to be a part of history? And you got to think, bro, like, you ain't got to put up amazing stats to get drafted high. Like, the NBA typically drafts on potential anyway. Um, So, I don't know. I'm, I'm confident. I feel like Chris Livingston will come back. Okay. Okay. Uh, And I was going to say, too, like, if he want, I think it depends on Toppin and, and uh, Oscar's decision, too. Yeah. Because Chris could easily slide into the four spot. Easy. And rebounding and stuff, be the stretch forward. Uh, yep. So, I, 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 after hearing what you say, I'm on the fence about Chris. I ain't going to say he's coming back. I'm 50-50 on Chris. Topping, I think he should come back, but his brother's in the league. He could be in his area while Kyle's in the other. Uh, yeah. Topping could be that four that we need, bro, that makes us possibly can go for Un- no. Unreal. Yeah, because yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about that lineup, bro, like – and you add somebody like Jacob Toppin with what he can do. Like, I mean, technically, he's a stretch four. Yeah. And he's like, you talk about Livingston at the stretch four, but Toppin's a stretch four that's six nine. Toppin's yeah. a stretch four that can jump out the gym. Yes. Toppin's a stretch four that's an elite defender. Yes. You add that in with uh, another big, like, Aaron Brad, uh, uh, was Bradshaw. Yeah. Bradshaw. And then you got the guards that are playmakers in Wagner and uh, Dillingham. My boy mixtape Rob. Yes, sir. Like, that's a that's a tough matchup, dog. Yeah. Like across the board. And then you got Edwards at the three, bro. That's a tough matchup, dog. So yeah, I think yeah, man, that's that's gonna be. I could it could go either way. That's why I'm kind of like on the fence. But again, I also feel like a lot of that depends on what happens in the next month. Yeah. Because again, we've seen guys raise their stock dramatically in March. Mm-hmm. And see, they there was a, a, a they somebody interviewed Oscar and asked if he would come back next year, or, and they had interviewed Toppin. And Toppin was like, "I'll come back if Oscar comes back." And Oscar was like, "I really like playing with Toppin. We'll see what." He's like, I'm gonna do what. Yeah, he said, "I'm gonna follow him. I'm gonna do what he do." It just, bro, to me, it's just hard to see both of them coming back. Coming back. I don't think. Let's see. Yeah, I don't think it is either. It's because at that point we have too many bigs, and that's what we lacked is big men that. So, I don't know. I, it's going to be interesting. I'll say, I'll tell you this. We ain't going to be lacking nowhere. 
No, that's, that's a good problem to have. No. We won't be back anywhere. No, I think I think Reeves is gonna leave too, though, man. I think you're right about that, especially because we got Reed coming in, Reed Shepard, and he yeah. too. So you have Reed and CJ coming off the bench shooting the ball. Um, but see, I, I mean, we got Reed, but I don't know if, we, if Reed gonna be what Reeves is. Because I'm telling you, bro. Oh no, he's not. Not at all. No. <laughs> No, Antonio Reeves, I'm telling you, man, is a ball player. I knew it the first time I saw him. I just watched the way he moved, bro. And I'm like, dog, he's a pro. Like I'm telling you, when he gets to the NBA, if he goes to the right system, just because of how more open the game is, Mm. he's going to awesome. Watch. Like, because you're seeing it happen now in our offense where everything is packed in tight. Imagine him able to operate in space. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, now you're right. And as far as Adu and CJ Frederick and, and Uganda, I think they'll all be all be back as well. Uh all right, man. So so we we on the last topic. Uh this is something that you wanted to you wanted to talk about for you've been talking about this for about a week. The bold predictions. I'm ready to hear it because you've been you've been you've been keeping it under wraps. You ain't really got nothing away in the chat. We talk every day. Uh, so let me hear it, man. What, what's your bold prediction moving forward? All right. I ain't going to say it's nothing crazy, man. I ain't saying we just going to go ham and just win the title. But here's my bold prediction. Okay. And as I was saying earlier, it involves my dog. Yeah. Um, I think Antonio Reeves is going to go on a Kimber Walk, a Kimber Walker-like run in March. And I think he's going to lead us to the Final Four. Okay. I, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at all at that. Uh, is that is – that, is that, all you got for the boat? That's that's that's. I don't want to take it past there because I don't want to jinx it. But I think again, we all remember that run Kimba had. Because mm-hmm. you got to think UConn that year they wasn't rated very high. They got in. They won the um Big East tournament. Mm-hmm. They got into the tournament hot, and he basically willed that team to a title. Yeah, they beat us. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see. I think my boy Reeves is about to go on one of those runs. Mm-hmm. I think backcourt with him and Wallace is gonna be what is gonna be what carries us. And I think that's gonna get us to a final four. Okay. Let me get bolder. Let me get bolder because before, All right, let's, let's hear it. before the season started, I told you we was gonna win nine this year and we're gonna win ten next. That's what you said. And I and I was a little I was a little iffy at the beginning of the year, but I, the way everybody's coming together, I think we get in the tournament. And Oscar go is out for blood. I think Oscar wants to get it back in blood because we lost to St. Peter's last year and he's going to be on a mission. So I think, and topping. So I think that we are going to win the championship this year. Okay. Let me tell you why. This is a year where nobody is great. No, I, I absolutely agree because I remember I said the other day, I said, I feel like this, you know what? That brings me to my point. I said, this is going to be the year where some random team wins the title and a random team meaning somebody that's not a favorite. Yes. We technically qualify as a random team winning the title this year. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think, bro, we we went to the wire with Kansas, and that's who everybody's picking as the best team in college right now. Probably going to get the number one overall seed. And we should have beat them. Yeah, I think if we run it back with them again, it's going to be a lot different. Uh, I think that we're going to make a run. I think Reeves is going to average about 15, 16 a game. Casey's I'm going to say gonna- one plus. Hey, I like it. I, I, I want to yeah. watch, watch, just watch. SEC tournament start. Watch what my boy gonna do. Yeah, watch it. I think Topping. What you say? He's comfortable out there now. That's he the is. Yeah, he, he and Cal's 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 took the the leash off of him too. Yeah, he gave he got a green light now. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. I think Topping continues to develop to develop. 
I like I said, I think Oscar gets it back in blood, and I think CJ starts to come around. I think yeah. we can win the national champion championship this year. Um, and then all the UK fans will be uh be changing their tune. Oh, yeah, they, Kim, don't never leave us. Yeah, uh, can let's extend his lifetime contract. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like yeah. that's the the tune gonna change real quick. Yeah, like, it, it's already it's already quiet now. Ain't nobody out there. Fire cow, go to Texas. And you know what? Not to just continue to harp on this, bro. Mm-hmm. But the other thing that just killed me about this: all the coaches they wanted to replace him don't have the resume that Cal has, bro. Every <laughs> week, every week, I even did a I even did a pie with Derek Stevenson, and my answer to everybody is who you gonna replace him with, and every name given to me, I'm like, why? Go get Chris Beard. What does Chris Beard want? You know who Nothing. Chris Beard is? Do you know who Chris Beard is? I do know who he is. No, I'm I'm about to tell you who he is though. He's Billy Gillespie. Yep. Let me tell you why. Billy Gillespie took that team with AC Law to the Final Four. And off of that name alone, he got the Kentucky job. And yep. what did he do? Nothing. <laughs> like Chris Beard, like, don't get me wrong, he might be the be- a, be- a better coach than what Billy was, but he ain't proved nothing. The only nothing, person bro. that somebody can tell me is a good replacement for Kyle is retired. And he said he'll never come back and coach Kyle. Jay Wright. And that's Jay Wright. Yep. Right. He's the only because he's the only person who got a resume that's comparable. Yes. That's why it's like, bro, that's what would kill me. Like, bro, y'all asking for all these coaches that haven't won anything. Nothing. They have won nothing. It's like they better than Cal. How? Their resume doesn't stack up to his. So how can you say that? No. Yeah, bro. That, that, that just irks my nerves. Yeah, out that, man. Like, get out of here. And even after the whole allegations came up uh with him and uh and the domestic violence against his wife they were still like i'll take chris beard so it's like damn bro y'all want a woman beater yeah over cal yeah like you know cal might not be your favorite coach but guess what cal's a coach for the people cal cal takes care of people in kentucky yes he does and you can't buy that yes he does yeah so hopefully uh hopefully we at least get get to your bold prediction uh i think the the the, the winner would be if my if mine came through i think we'll both be happy we won the championship oh absolutely <laughs> but i think I'll, i think we'll both be happy if we make the final four too yeah so, I'll, t- I'll take that That's, with considering all things considered with this team if we make yeah. a final four run i would be happy with that absolutely and i 100 percent agree with you or but, hell because all things considered as long as we get out the first round <laughs> that's I'll it be happy with that's that it Last year was a disappointment, bro. Ah, last year was sick, bro. Last year was sick. And we've heard the whole uh we ain't won a a tournament game in three years. So we got I know, I'm, I'm sick of that. And well, I mean, you can't even count the COVID year, COVID, bro. It wasn't yeah. no tournament. Yeah. Like, come on, man. But we yeah, would have so, won one that year too. We, shit, we could have won it all. Hey, we could have won that team could have won it all, bro. Mm-hmm. Legit. I'm I hate the COVID year, man, but uh I hate what ifs in general. Yeah, but yeah man, I'm I'm excited to see what's gonna happen, man. But you know. Uh, go ahead and book it, man. Yeah, 20, 20 a game moving forward. For my like boy it. Antonio threes. I like it, Antonio. You know threes. what? I'm telling you what, because you know what? He gives me that. Uh, he's a microwave, bro. Just like Malik Monk used to be. Yes. He gets hot and he gets hot quick. He's yes. he's like a less at. I'm gonna say less at. He's he's Malik Monk without the athleticism. I agree. He got a little dunk off today too. Yeah, I he got. A little, he get up, but but you know Monk was a Monk's a freak athlete, bro. That, that was different. But, yeah, man, like, I think he heats up like that, dog, and I, and I, he's going to have a big march. So I'm calling it 20 a game, SEC tournament, moving forward, Antonio threes, Kaysen Wallace, going to take these boys to the final four. I like it, bro. I like it. But, all uh, right, that's, that's all the time we got, man. Uh, 
as always, we want to thank Q and Beyond the Game. Uh, be on the lookout, too. I think me and Donovan's going to do a, a, a collab with uh, North Carolina and Kentucky going into For the sure. tournament. Uh, you can jump in there, too, if you want to. You know, little, little pre little precursor to something that me, you, and him got cooking up later on this oh, year. Yeah. Anyway. So, hey, speaking of Carolina and Duke coming down to the wire, bro, it's a three point game with like thirty eight seconds left. Oh yeah, I'm about to go check it out then. But yeah, this is this is a uh, Rich DeBoer and Bravo signing off, man. Like always, we appreciate pre- appreciate y'all, and we'll be back next week when it once the I can't even talk once the SEC tournament. <laughs> <over with. laughs> All right, bro, I holler at you. All right, bro, I holler at you. All right, yeah.